Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin. Malabika Das is from the United States, but she is originally from Nepal. She is in Taiwan because of her husband's job, and she absolutely loves Taiwan. She is a woman who wears many hats too while here. In the last episode, she talked about her role as an integrative social worker, um, a trauma and wellness specialist, and an assistant professor in social work and general education at the top university of Taiwan. That's the National Taiwan University. Today, we're going to start off with a little bit more about her role as social worker, and then the things that she loves about Taiwan. Well, I almost like I don't know the difference between a social worker and a psychiatrist. Well, you know, surely well, I yes think no. you're you're in the majority of people. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 interesting because um, the, so you have these levels or different aspects of mental health workers. So you could you could have a clinical social worker doing mental health work. In fact, in fact, in the U.S., um, a very good majority. I think it was at at one point seventy percent of mental health workers were actually clinical social workers. But I don't know if that statistic is currently true. But that was, you know, at least ten ten twelve years ago. Oh wait a minute! <clears throat> Clinical worker versus social. Clinical worker. social worker versus social worker. There's a difference because yeah. a clinical social worker will go on to do a little bit of a different specialty that is more psychology and psychosocial focused. Oh. Yes, and this Whereas, is where that bridge okay. into psychology happens. Okay. So now you have also within psychology, you have counseling psychologists, you have um, positive psychologists, mm. and so actually, what's really wonderful about positive psychology is there is so much we can take from that field in terms of um, informing our own self-development and wellness. And so in my class at NTU, I actually take from positive psychology as well as social work and I br- and as well as yoga and mindfulness. And, and I bridge and integrate this into one long course where they have subtopics that they're specifically focusing on for four weeks. And we'll wow. go into that topic a little bit deeper through the different components. Mm. So there's definitely a good mix of positive psychology that's coming through there. And then a psychiatrist, of course, is definitely a mental health worker and they're able to provide medications and and things like that. So um, medication. Often, um, you know, I, I don't know how psychiatrists are trained currently, but one of the big differences is that, um, Back in the day, and and maybe still currently, there is a medical model approach that often, um, you know, of course, doctors and medical workers might come from, whereas they're looking at, it's more disease-focused, you know, so, okay, well, let me look at your, oh, you have depression, okay, let's look at that, and let's really dissect it and go into that and see if we can alleviate it, Mm. whereas... um, a little bit of a different approach would be um, is not uh, it's coming again from that strength space perspective mm-hmm. and looking at um, not you know treating the person as a disease but actually as a person and and that okay you have some of these problems fine but you also have these strengths and so this is really kind of using what we call the biopsychosocial 
and and even one more thing, the spiritual approach. Okay. So if you add that word spiritual into that mix, um, you add this element that, well, you know, balanced health isn't just about having a strong body. It's not just about having a strong mind, but it's also about having this aspect of spirit, which mm. is our really our essence, you know, we can call it different things, but, you know, our essence, our chi, our soul, our, what motivates us, what inspires us as Mm -hmm. humans, we need this in our life because these are the things that kind of keep us going, Mm, right? That's true. So, you know, I'm curious, what, what, what do you give as a final example for your students at this NTU course? I give them, this was a tough one because I don't give an exam, but I do, I I start, I'm going to change up my my grading system a little bit coming for the fall and the spring um but basically it was a lot to grade because i had over a hundred students so uh-huh. it was uh um, you mean to have to write reports well they were writing weekly they were writing weekly wellness logs okay. so it's a quite an active course yeah. and and there's you know there's a good amount to do you know self-development is not easy Shirley. so <laughs> you know there you got to do some work okay. and so they're exploring Exploring week to week uh, different techniques or different practices. And so it was definitely quite a lot to take on, especially being that this was my first time doing this course. So a lot for me to learn mm-hmm. and um, especially around logistics. So I, I've learned, I'm taking that and I'm going to kind of do a little bit of a different grading uh, system. But for the most part, a final would look like, because uh, they've already built every week, they're submitting something. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of, that is a bulk of their, of their grade. Mm. But uh, one of the things they had to do for their final um, presentation to the group, which is, can be quite intimidating for a student, is that they have to stand up in front of the, the class and become a wellness ambassador for a technique or a concept that they really resonated with through the class. So they have to say a three to four minute spiel of, you know, why this concept would be good. I said, you know, talk in English, in English, you know, (laughs) and tell someone why, you know, like a lay person who would not know anything about this topic, for example, gratitude, Uh you know, why is gratitude? uh, Why would that be impactful for you? And you would be telling someone, you know, pretend like you, they have no idea about it. Yeah. And and why that would be impactful and bring in bring in some resources if you can bring in you cite cite a few things you know maybe talk about your personal experience so they had a chance to kind of bring that together um, and then as well as write a very short kind of final you know tell me about your experience in uh-huh. the course so it was like a combination of those two yeah. very interesting yeah. oh, wow. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. Well, okay, you love Thomas so much that you <laughs> want to stay on. I mean, what things Ooh. that you think you really appreciate about Taiwan appreciate about oh Taiwan. my goodness well I already mentioned the energy right so we got the energy down yes, yes. okay we got the people down right the friendliness or, or um, maybe the first impression you have of Taiwan mm-hmm. you know after you like settled here for a while or something like that yeah. like something you realized or something I don't know I realized that it it was just so uh simple and easy but at the same time profound to live in a way that was just accessible, <laughs> you know, just, just, you know, every, th- there's no convenience. 
Yeah, you know, you know, for the example, I, you know, I have my electric bike and I ride that around my neighborhood. Oh. I don't need a car here mm-hmm. and I take my daughter to school on the bike. You know, these are really for me it's like a privilege to do that. I don't know any other city I'd be able to do that in, uh-huh. first of all. Um, especially a big city, you know. Yeah. An urban, quite an urban. City. How long a ride to get it, your daughter it, it to school? Only seven minutes. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's with okay. That's with also like weaving through traffic a little bit, but like you know, yeah. but being careful, of course. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like just I think um, I don't know. It's just the ability, I guess, to do all the things that I love. Mm-hmm. And and really kind of access um, people, access nature, uh, just have everything so just right there at your doorstep yeah, in a way. Yeah, yeah. And there was also this kind of, um, it's like an opportunity, you mm. know, it's an opportunity to grow. And I really feel, I don't know, for me personally, I don't like to compare. So, you know, <laughs> having lived in Singapore and Hong Kong. Okay. I don't like to compare Taiwan because it's so it's so different. But there's things that I just feel like I'm able to do and be here that feel so natural and so right. Mm. Um, but of course, the other places also had their value. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you had asked me before I moved to Taiwan, you know, what's your favorite city? In, you know, in Asia, one of them was Hong Kong for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Hong Kong. Yeah. But um, but being a busy woman, you are. Do you have time yeah. for all that? Like you know, getting yeah. out of the city. Yeah. I mean, yes, we have easy access. You know, I'm picturing that during the week. Mm. You know, you're busy with your classes mm. and all these different roles that you have, and mm. and um, yeah, work that you do. And then maybe on the weekends, you do take some time off and. I mean, do you have time for that? I, 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 you make time for it, right? We make time for it. Yeah, yeah. And Looking at knowing you, you would make time for it. Yes. Well, one of my passions, surely, is to explore and travel. So oh yeah. I think that's been, and I also have a husband who loves to do the same. Oh, so that, that helps. It, it's 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 great because he's also like he's a good planner and he <laughs> kind of knows what's great. going on, and he loves to take that role as well, which is good. Well, yeah, you make yeah. time for family. Yeah. Um, How's your Chinese? <laughs> I was I was gonna say my classic line, but I realized I'm, I'm on a radio station right now. Like, I'm not gonna do it, but um, it's okay. It's okay. I have a few lines that I can break out and okay. and I get by. And yeah. um, you know, I can order things at a restaurant. I can get my way and get myself home in a taxi. Oh, okay, good. Um, I just can't go deeper than the surface conversational. Right, right. So I wish I could, and I actually had a. I had a tutor here the first two years, and it was so helpful. And her name was Peng Laoshe. Uh-huh. And what I loved about her name is Peng also means like, um, you know, your girlfriend, like Peng, Peng, Yo, Peng Yo, friend. Yo. Yeah. yeah friend, right. So I would always say like Peng Laoshe is my Peng Yo. <laughs> <laughs> She's my Laoshe and my Peng Yo. And she was amazing because we would just, you know, have conversations and she would, you know, do her tutoring. But I'd also learn a little bit about, oh, why, why does, you know, why does this area of the map, what does this mean? And what is, you know, because if you actually look, what was so interesting of even looking at an MRT map, that there are, you know, different parts of the central part of, you know, Taipei that there's reasons why they're named certain things where there's, you know, the gates, for example, or, you know, the historical areas around Chiang Kai-shek, or, you know, there's just... 
there's all this historical mm. um, information. And so I guess for me, I probably wouldn't know that unless I had someone who I could actually chat about that with and yeah. who would tell me about that. So, oh, good. Um, so she was, she was really great. And then she left. Uh, <laughs> so left, now, like left the country? No, no, she's uh, here, but she just okay. got really busy. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so um, I'm kind of like... You do fine. I'm stuck with yeah. what I know, which is which is okay. It gets me by. Um, well, the reason why I ask how Chinese is because you say you're an explorer. Yes. And I think, wow, if you're getting around trying to explore Taiwan, I mean, how do you... Well, I'm going show you the Indian Donglan. Okay. Yes. Good. Very little. Very little. But it's like, if you know the basics, uh-huh. you can kind of get from point A to point B. So I think yeah. that's... <laughs> and Taiwanese people are so friendly. Yeah. I mean, if you look lost, you know, they're, they're willing to, even though they don't speak English, they're willing to come up to you and get you you know give you help absolutely i'll be starting a um a series called empathy circles and the empathy circles are a way to have kind of some semi-structured dialogue around theme topics and so with all of the anti-racism work that is happening right now um Mm. it's been a good opportunity to kind of link in with some of the groups that are doing that here in taipei and so we'll have uh, like an anti-racism empathy circle series series coming up and and where we'll actually explore some of our own um you know our own things around privilege and power exploring our own kind of place in this world and then of course moving into other concepts such as power and oppression and um and implicit bias and discrimination uh-huh. things like that so um it's well, a, that sounds very new yeah it is new it's actually i don't i'm not sure i don't think anyone has done that here mm. but um it's something i started last year i only did one and i've been doing it in my classes and really at NTU? At, at ntu and one of the uh really the goal i guess original intention of the empathy circles is to build empathy mm. and uh it's something that i truly believe that we just need a lot more of in our in our society now especially with the polarization around so many different issues and so i feel like empathy can be a really nice bridge of of social connection and common humanity and compassion and bringing people together um and at the same time um you know we probably practice these skills during the empathy circle on how you actually build empathy. And so we we do paraphrasing, we do active listening and mindful listening. Um, we share, um, the way we share is indigestible, you know, chunks so that somebody can then repeat back to us what we've said. Oh, so wow. there's actually a structure to them. Uh-huh. And everyone gets a chance in the, the circle to be a listener, be a sharer and be an observer. Thank you. We need people like you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 <